But, you know, we want to make this podcast about good content. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's humorous. Yeah. You know, good content's important. That's right. Yeah. Because why, why do we want good content, Justin? I feel like you're conspiring. You think? Something and I'm not following. <laughs> <laughs> I am conspiring. <laughs> You, you you caught me. Nice job. Uh, thanks. Yeah, Thank I you. think I think you're used to my your conspiration. Your conspiration. There you go. Is that a yeah. word? It must be. Let's go I'm, with it. I'm gonna make it a word yeah. right for this moment. It's a markism. Yeah. Well, well, I'd have to say it a few more times. Yeah. I'd have to say it a number of times. We'll over work and over. it in today. Don't worry. <laughs> Welcome to How I See It with me, Mark Pratt, and Justin Sternberg. This is a podcast that works to counter cultural polarization through thoughtful conversations. So what were you conspirating about? Well, no, I was thinking about it in the context of valuable information. Mm-hmm. How, do we, how do we discern whether something's valuable Hmm. or not valuable yeah and how often do we get sidetracked by entertaining information Mm -hmm. does that make sense in the whole yeah yeah because we can we can have a bunch of thoughts well did that really happen did that really happen and what about this and and I think, and I think that's what makes sometimes discerning truth, you know, or what is valuable to me, it a little more difficult mm-hmm. because sometimes it's not as entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you know, in a lot of cases, we 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 desire in some ways to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think also we have a natural proclivity to drama and gossip and like (laughs) and uh, you know kind of all those like kind of seedy feelings of like ooh something's up and I know about it and I'm on the inside you know yeah Um, yeah and it's funny that you mentioned that because it was uh as as you were mentioning those very words even the bible come to mind for me you know, this, uh, I, in my uh, devotional this morning, it talked about the, uh, the cosmic drama. Nice. Of the unfolding cosmic drama of, you know, creation at the beginning, you know, but then you still have, you know, this redemption and, you know, and, and end times, you know, but yeah, in the midst of it all, there's these personal situations that at times are seedy, if you will, using your word. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking about that from that aspect of the whole dynamic of conspiracy theory. Yeah. You know, where does that come from? Where, you know, mm-hmm. that that process, because I think, you know, we tend to we tend our lives are more or circumstances we can recognize in this cosmic drama that there's more complexity sometimes than yeah. we're, we're often given. Yeah. You know, the, or the, we desire and that becomes and because I think drama or being dramatic can have almost a negative connotation. Right. But yet there is this part of our lives that is a certain journey or drama, if you will. And it's like you think about all of the 
well, not all of them, but you know, when you think about historic events, you know, there is this complexity, you know, when we, when you think of conspiracy theory, what's the, mm. what's the, what's one of the, the primary ones that come to mind for you? The movie. The movie? <laughs> is there a movie called The Conspiracy? Oh, wow. With Mel Gibson and you should watch it. It's really good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Didn't... He's like, uh, I don't know, he's kind of like on the spectrum kind of guy and he's, you know, tr- struggles to hold down a job. And he's kind of likable, but he's also just kind of out there, you know. Oh, wow. And he has these very ornate theories, you know, conspiracy theories about what's going on. And, of course, he's crazy, you know. And, like, you kind of, everyone just kind of smiles and winks at him, you know, that kind of thing. And then at some point in the movie, like, it turns out he's right. Oh, wow. And they, like, capture him and, you know, lock him away kind of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds pretty... I, I need to rewatch. It's been a long time. I can't even remember it fully, but it was really fascinating. But yeah. it, it like played into that desire we have to like, there's something behind the door. Sure. You know, that no one's telling us, but you know what? We know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then some like real ones that I was spitting off earlier when we were, you were asking me about is it. like uh, the... the what was the first one I said? Oh, uh, 9-11. There's a lot of conspiracy theories okay. around that and, you know, whether things were planned or not planned and mm-hmm. who planned what and mm-hmm. kind of the implications of all that. Um, and then, well, or like I think one specific one that I remember hearing is that 9-11 was planned specifically by the US government to provide an opportunity to attack the Middle East for oil or something like that. Okay, right? So that's sure. like one one example, for sure. instance. Um, Just hearing you talk about that, it's like we should have a call-in type dynamic. Oh, yeah, you know, it's awesome. like <laughs> Tell us your conspiracy theories, your favorite ones. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, obviously COVID, you know, yeah. all, all sides, just a lot of conspiracy theories about how, you know, we need more vaccines and we don't need vaccines and, yeah. you know, uh, they're forcing this on us for some nefarious reason that they're not telling us and, sure. and vice versa. You know, the people who don't want you to take a vaccine. Population control. Right. Yeah. And then vice versa. The people who don't want you to take the vaccine are, there's a conspiracy on their side why they don't want you to. And you're just falling for it kind of thing. Like, it's just, man, so much. No, so I got to get caught up on my conspiracies. <laughs> I'm I'm doing it for you. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, you mentioned JFK. Yeah, I guess my when I tend to think of that, I'm tending to you know go back more historical type yeah. thing, you know, because we were we were actually you know in Dallas, and you know, and I'd been in that the grassy knoll. Yeah, yeah, been to that spot, been to the nice. library, you know, the window, you know, yeah, saw all that, and you know, of course, you're. Well, what's the window mean? Because I that's in other words, there's uh the, is that where the shooters. Yes, that's where Lee. Lee, no, Lee Harvey Oswald was Lincoln. Yes. Ah, uh, I apologize. Yeah. No, Who Wilkes killed Booth. Abraham no, Lincoln? No, yeah, I was right. For, yeah. John Wilkes, John Wilkes Booth killed Lincoln. I apologize. Who killed JFK? It's going to be Lee Harvey Oswald. Dang it. I was supposed to say it out loud. It oh. didn't. I have it on. <laughs> Sorry. You, you don't get to know everyone. No, you're right. It's Lee Harvey. At yeah. least that's who, you know. And then the whole thing, you know, why Jack Ruby killed Lee Harvey Oswald the way he did, you know, that whole kind of thing, you know. 
Yeah. I, I'm pretty rusty on that whole. That's okay. Conspiracy. But like you say, that's interesting. That is, it is an interesting, you know. But what's the take on why he did it? Something to do with the mob or like. Yeah, uh, that part uh, evades me at the moment. Yeah, yeah, but it's still, like, yeah, 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 the fact that there could have been another person yeah. on the grassy knoll type thing, uh, you yeah. know, that he you know, didn't act alone. And yeah. A, a recent news spin. Oh, yes, to this. See, there is an interest there. I can see your eyebrows just raise as you know. Did you know this little piece (laughs) of juiciness? Uh, No, actually, it's in the movie uh, Oppenheimer. Okay. I just saw that uh, recently. And at the end, so this guy, you know, they paint this picture of this guy who kind of wants to ruin Oppenheimer because Oppenheimer kind of humiliated him in some ways. And he always had a vendetta against him. So he tried to basically tear down Oppenheimer's reputation and he ended up basically doing it, getting his security clearance revoked and stuff. Okay. And which was a pretty big, that basically ended his career cause that's where his career was. Right. Was, sure. Um, anyway, at the end they have this scene where they're, uh, you know, the, the, I'm trying to remember how it went, but basically it was in the congressional hearing to determine whether he could be a cabinet member. Okay. And that's, you know, it's almost always just a formal thing and then they get in. Right. Uh, in this case, he didn't, mm. and that there was this one, a few people that just said, "No, we see what you're doing here. We know, you know, you have this vendetta, vendetta, and, and other things too. Like cl- clearly, he had kind of a seedy background. This is the movie. I, you know, yeah, I, whether history paints it exactly like this, I don't know. But um, mm. at the end, they he he asks his aide, he's like, "Who was that person who voted? Who got people to vote against me?" And he says, "Some upstart from you know wherever, John F. Kennedy." Oh, and wow. they kind of left you with that, with in this oh, sure. guy who's super angry and like has these vendettas and stuff. So it's like, okay, all right. You, yeah. you see the picture they're trying to paint that he, you know, he was kind of the architect behind it all. Because again, mm. this movie was very much about how this guy architected Oppenheimer's destruction, but the whole time was patting Oppenheimer on the back, like I'm on your side, I'm your buddy, kind of thing. Oh wow. So yeah, you know, that, I thought that was kind of ooh. Yeah. I like your, I like those little teasers, you know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real theory that they worked in or it's just a fun thing, but yeah, there's there's a new your juicy tidbit for you. A new juicy tidbit based on old history. That's right. Yeah, it's a new movie on old history. So yeah, any others that come to mind? Um. Yeah, I spouted off several, and I'm already forgetting what they well, were. Well, you said hanging chads. Oh yeah, the, hanging chads. Yeah, basically. The yes. And... Which you know, voting election fraud is an ongoing one that happens every election. Because if your guy doesn't win, it's it's mm. it. You know, you want to find out why. And mm-hmm. I mean, so this kind of ties back to what you were saying. Is typically the conspiracy theories uh, fester <laughs> where mm. we want. To believe something that we don't think is being told, you know? Sure. Yeah. And here's the the bummer. It's like, we're not being told a lot. Like, we mm. know that. Like, there's, to me, that's obvious Yeah. Um, in terms of governmental secrets and stuff like that. Um, when you say governmental secrets, what do you mean? Well, classified information, uh-huh. you know, that there's a whole, you know, ton of stuff in that category and... Um, you know, what's cool is as the country gets older, we start declassifying stuff and you find out what the truth sure. was. And um, the thing that I always think about when it comes to, cons- see, 
I don't know if you asked this, but I'm going to answer anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to answer this question before you ask it. (laughs) I know it's coming. Um, Is how how do you deal with, you know, these various conspiracies, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I really like the Occam's razor Mm -hmm. um, thing, which Mm -hmm. is basically saying the simplest solution is almost always the best. Mm. And so the problem with conspiracy theories is they often architect these elaborate, insane schemes, which... And by insane, I'm sorry if you, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you don't feel insane believing it. But for uh, the problem is they require so many people mm-hmm. to keep the secret, right? That at some point you just go, I don't, I don't think that's even remotely possible. If yeah. that makes sense. No, and I, and I, and I. Like lizard people. That's another good one. Sorry. Yeah. The earth is flat. Sorry, those are two uh, ones that I just uh, well, popped into it, my mind. It was. It's funny that you bring up Occam's Razor, you know, because mm. yeah, uh, you know, people come to mind, you know, who, and yet, there's this saying that truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> yeah. You follow me yeah. in that context. When I when I and it, here's here's where I was going in some ways. When I th- I think I think we tend to think of government, and we think of it now with the United States government, but there's a part of me that goes back even further to Jesus Christ and his death mm-hmm. and what happened to him and that mm-hmm. governmental agency, if you yeah. will, that was the Pharisees, you know, basically saying, and oh, this would fit, you know, this doesn't fit Occam's razor because it would make sense that his disciples came and took him during the night. Mm-hmm. You know, but what yeah, we would believe as truth yeah. is far more complex mm-hmm. than just as disciples came and got him at night. Yeah. I mean, I disagree. I think the simplest answer is like, how do you explain all this stuff? Well, because an angel came, rolled back the thing, mm-hmm. and he walked out. That's the simplest, but it's not the most, I don't know, what's, what's and, another and, word, and right? Like, Yeah. Because no, I, I where, know what you're saying. Like, it's easy... It's far easier to, to convince explain. a person that no, it has nothing to do with supernatural behavior. Yep. It has everything to do with this, you know, cons- cons- conspiration <laughs> <laughs> of the disciples, and this is all part of their big yeah. plan, you know, to, to of his to followers throw over the government or whatever. You yeah. Know. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's interesting as I think about yeah. it from that context. This this whole conspiracy theory dynamic has is has gone on for a long time. Yeah. Whenever I don't want some truth and and I'm not saying it's a part of every conspiracy, but whenever I don't want some truth revealed, I may make up a, a, a an adulterated story. Yes. That basically explains what mm. happened so that the truth is mm. less prevalent yeah. or or questioned. Yeah. When I think about that, what you just said, Mm -hmm. and kind of a lot of the beginnings of conspiracies and stuff, or even real conspiracies like JFK, whatever, even Mm -hmm. that story with Oppenheimer, Mm -hmm. for me, if the genesis of the story has to do with man's ambition, it doesn't Mm -hmm. surprise me, right? Like it, to me, that does, that is a simple answer. Does that make sense? Yeah, what I'm I so, hear where you're coming from. But when it becomes this elaborate, like, multi-government, you know, mm-hmm. approach to kind of secretly make everyone take a vaccine, I can't. So 
Mm. It's really hard for me to believe because that requires so many people to be on the same page right. that traditionally wouldn't be. Yeah, you know, and it, and it would, and it would. So many people would have to be on the same nefarious type page. Yeah, you know, where yeah. well, there's this in their mind is not nefarious, right? Like well, there would be this, you know, completely diabolical, yeah, regime, if yeah. you will, that is all united, yeah, in this endeavor, in yeah. order for some of these conspiracies to basically happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think is impossible. I, I no. guess I, I, I'm not even trying to say that i'm just saying um yeah i don't know like the 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 disciples that whole thing the fact that you know it goes back to kind of the pharisees humanity mm-hmm. and their ambitions and how yeah. he was stepping on their toes and again not surprising to me um, sure because i think when we get or even the oppenheimer story he got embarrassed and therefore he held a in Mm-hmm. A vendetta, which he then took into every corner of what he was doing in the office and stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't know, like those things to me are very simple answers. I where know. usually, yeah, I think the story that this guy was telling about Oppenheimer to all these corners was very complicated and conspiracy minded about how he had, you know, he mm-hmm. he was a communist. That was the big thing is that he was actually delivering information to the communists. Like that, sure. that was what. It required just this really intense level of conspiracy that mm-hmm. they had to basically drum up, and that was the drama, right? Like he sure. got, he lost his security clearance due to dubious evidence, right? Right. Um, or past um, relationships to the communist party, yeah, yeah, connections, yeah. So again, the two sides to believe there, right, is that mm-hmm. he's a communist, he's secretly doing this, and it requires this intense level of espionage that you know oppenheimer's a genius but is he a genius in two areas like you know what i mean so it's, you're requiring this level of belief or you can say or the party that's pushing this is really upset and has this personal vendetta and ambition and to me that's much simpler to believe sure anyway I don't yeah know. so what do you do when you come across something like that for you personally yeah, i knew you were gonna ask yeah <laughs> um I, again, usually, I don't pretend that this is the proper way to handle it, but usually my first thought is, I don't believe it. Okay. Like, until there's, I don't even know what the until is. I just feel like there's so many conflicting viewpoints in so many areas, Mm. big and small, Mm -hmm. um, that I like to hear, I like to hear it all. I want to hear both sides. I want to hear, yeah. you know, what the conflicting sides are saying about the other side. To me, mm-hmm. that's where uh, it's like the nugget of truth we've talked about so many times in sure. between the polarizing viewpoints. Yeah, It's like, I bet you it's in there, but I'm pretty sure it's not coming from you because mm-hmm. you're really strong on this side. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's not coming from them because they're really strong on that side. So let me hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Let me Let me hear it, you know? Yeah, and I'll Talk take it in. It. Yeah, and I'll I'll consider what your your thoughts are. And I've had multiple conversations with friends over the years about stuff that they believe pretty strongly. And I mm-hmm. really want to hear what they're saying because they're people I trust, I love, you know. Sure. Um. So it's like, okay, all right, okay, all right, you know. And yeah. that's kind of how I take it. And then I'm gonna ruminate it. And that's the other thing too is like I'm not willing to join the fight. 
like oh, the, the 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 army that's building right now. It's like no, I'm not I'm not there, but I'll I'll yeah. hear you and I'll take it in consideration in the next mm-hmm. however long as I'm trying to process this yep. thing. Is that I don't know? No, it makes sense. And I think in a uh, I forget the guy's name. Oh shucks, but uh, the movie National Treasure. Oh. Yeah. The, the the guy Nicholas Cage no the the, the other guy oh, the young kid the kid that's with him that has yeah. the glasses yeah. he has the book I want to say yeah I don't remember the name no but either way you know I yeah. think we all have a friend that's like that person you know that's yeah. just has their kind of that conspiracy yeah. minded thing. Yeah. That goes up and you know, it's like I think there's something to be said for being able to hear those individuals at times that kind of create that thought process, that balance, entertainment, yeah. maybe even at times. Yeah. You know, it's like really, and still yeah. be able to have the conversation, right? And yet, you know, not letting it take us so far right, so far left mm-hmm. that we're kind of just getting lost in the weeds. And because I think, and this is, I guess this is the, we can talk about it from a more humorous standpoint or, you know, even, even serious in the, in the, you know, the complexity of, you know, uh, humanism as far as pride and, you know, but I think there's, there's something to be said for also this anxiety yeah, that can be created, you know, around yeah. these things. It's like, yeah, there are yeah. these diabolical forces in play, yeah. and there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, yeah. And, in the movie Conspiracy Theory, he had like eight padlocks on his door, and they all operated differently, and he only opened them one at a time in a very specific way. And on, you know, like sure. So yeah, and like he was a very anxious, yeah, person. And that's and that's the thing that I think you know, makes me feel for people. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think, you know, as I, as I'm thinking about it, even, you know, an aging population, I think part of the aging process is this maybe growing fear or, you know, desire for safety as I'm less able to protect myself to a certain degree. And I, and I, what it is. Well, I, I'm, it's, I mean, it's more, it's more complex than that. What is the magnetizing behavior of getting older and being attached to CNN or (laughs) Fox (laughs) news? Like what's going on there psychologically that, but I think that's decent. Yeah. I think, I think there is this desire to know, you know, or to have a source that I can know is truth because it's hard to discern. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think that's where it makes it difficult, you know. So here's a question. This is a rabbit trailer. Are, we, are you I cool with that? Oh, yeah, rabbit. Specific to this. I saw a rabbit yeah. instead of a squirrel. Elder generation <laughs> attaching to Fox News or CNN, this specific thing. Like, it's a very common thing. Like, me and mm. many of my friends my age are all kind of in this, like, uh, place of mourning as we see our parents become more and more lost in their network of choice and like really sticking to those conspiracies really i mean a lot of it it really is you know um it's like why are you so convinced like it's Mm. i guess my question would be do you think it's generational in the sense of this generation and what you just said like 
the way information has transitioned and not only transitioned to a different form of media online, social mm-hmm. media, that whole thing, but also the um, who the good guys are in the information wars is way less clear now. So mm-hmm. you, where growing up, a lot of that generation had their Walter Cronkite or sure. whatever. Sure. And you knew where you could go to get the real truth. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, it was probably truish, right? Like, yeah. They, it seemed was more, more balanced. Yeah. Yeah. And there it was seemed more like of journalism. Effort, right. And it's like journalistic integrity was this idea that yeah. they'll come to us because we do tell the truth. And like that was mm. uh, a, kind of a hallmark of a lot of networks or a lot of what they were trying to do is like, who can be more true? Yeah. You know, where that's, that doesn't pay the bills anymore. Right. No, it doesn't create the drama. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I guess that would be my that was, that's my rabbit trail question. So, what is it about this specific older generation that's attaching mm. to these things and not letting go and and like clinging mm. into it with like a death grip of like? Does that make sense? I hear I hear where you're coming from, and I'm I'm not necessarily sure that it's just the older generation, but I hear where you're coming from in that um, there is a desire to kind of align myself you know, with a specific network based on my views matching their views. And I think in some ways it's very similar to our social media dynamic. We're, you know, we're drawn towards people with like perspectives. Yeah. And that, and so I think that's where, you know, we tend to be fed, you know, and mm-hmm. so we, we go in that direction and then yeah. it becomes, um, it's almost a, a more than an alliance, but it's it's a similar to an what I would consider an alliance. Mm-hmm. It's like allegiance almost. That's mm-hmm. that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. The yeah, these people agree with me and I agree with them yeah. and therefore it kind of promotes that. Yeah, it's like a silo. We talk about silo information yeah. silos and Yeah. Yeah, we all, we often associate those with online and Facebook and getting yep. stuck in their algorithms or whatever. But I right. also think that's true of the, these networks where they create this cyclone effect mm-hmm. of you agree with me, I agree with you. Yes. And because you agree with me, you'll also be interested in this piece of information. It's like, yes. well, I agree with you. It's like, yes. <laughs> no, and that's and I think that's where that a lot of that comes from. Yeah. And you know, I think it's a it's another unfortunate part uh, not necessarily of social media in general but i just i just don't think we were Mm. as prepared as we could have been in some ways for the social media dynamic because i think that's another area yeah where for sure where conspiracy is just rampant yeah i want to be clear i don't think there's something unique about the older generation who who watches cnn and 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 fox news that's unique from the young person who sticks stays in 4chan, you know, uh, 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 what do you call those forum and kind of buys into all of the, whatever the, sure. the thing is today. Right. Like yeah. whether it's uh, white supremacy, for example, sure. got basically captured a whole young generation with this mm. age old, you know, philosophy, but it seemed fresh and new because of the sure. channels they were in. I, I don't think there's a difference between that and the Vox News and the CNN thing, yeah. to be clear. No, that's fair. I, was just, I guess I was just more curious what the phenomena specifically was about 
kind of drifting more and more to those two. Yeah, because you're seeing it. You get older, you're seeing but, it in your parents who happen to be of that generation. Yeah, type yeah thing. like yeah. So many of our parents, like we, we're all no. kind of commiserate together. Like, why is my parents, you know, always well, telling me what's on that network? You know, and the interesting part of it when you think of when I think about it that way, you know, I think about my parents, but I also think about the the family members you know, or the conflict between family members that come from the talking points of two separate, yeah. you know, entities, yes. because one is polarized in this direction and yep. one is tends to be polarized in that direction. So when they come yeah. together, it's like the same talking points are, you know, are yeah. what comes about well, using, I mean, using your word polarized. So, right. Sure. It's the, this the opposite ends of the poles on a magnet. So they, they repel, like they don't connect. They cannot, you know, it's like, and that's what you think about that Thanksgiving drama. Right. No, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Opposite ends actually attract, but same yeah. ends didn't repel, but still you get the idea. Yeah. I got the idea. That kind of breaks the analogy. So don't, <laughs> Are you conspiring against me, Mark? <laughs> not, not, uh, not intentionally. Not intentionally. It's all about integrity. That's it's right. all about journalistic integrity. Journalistic that's, integrity. This podcast tells the truth, folks. <laughs> no, that's good. But yes, I think you know in this, and I, and I think that's where I feel. I think that's that's what makes this topic you know, important to me because I think there is a, a certain fun entertainment that can yeah. happen, you know, when we say, oh, well, I hadn't thought about it mm. like that. But that doesn't mean that, you know, mm. I have to take off and run with it. And therefore, you know, I, and I think there is that part of us mm. that's when we do, it's like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Well, what about that? Yeah. And what about that? Yeah. And I think it can be of almost a, a form of addiction, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, I I have to. I almost spend a, a inordinate amount of time second guessing. Yeah. Myself and other people. Yeah. You know, to, and or confirming. Yeah. Right. So it's like there has an to inordinate be, amount of time doing both. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, to where there's there's this point where, no, there has to be more. Yeah, you're just not you're holding out on me, mm-hmm. you know. And and granted, yeah, there's there's you know in every conversation, you know, there are errors in omission, you know, that I didn't say something, you know, but it wasn't that I was denying the fact that it happened. It was just not important enough for me to convey at that yeah. moment based on my, you know, perspective. Yeah. But yet that doesn't mean that there is another side of the story yeah. that's completely opposite of what I'm saying right. based on what I omitted. Yeah, I'm intentionally omitting to hide that whole other side of the yes. story, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think, too, um, just thinking about this whole concept of conspiracies and how it is kind of... F- appeals to us in this almost fun way no i i agree at first you know and then i think it can drag us into the anxiety pool, pool was that kid's last name wasn't pool. it like randy pool or something which Either. kid in uh in um national treasure oh was it I th- something like yeah. that oh, but yeah it's it's like that that's why so, i came to so mind back to randy pool uh <laughs> but yes. yeah like it's almost fun yeah like especially in movies right they kind of sure. make it enticing and almost humorous and whatever but there's some very real negatives to getting lost in that. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're referring to. I guess 
my I just had this thought when you were talking about that. I would argue that anything that opens our mind more to more potential mm. possibilities m- m- maybe isn't a bad thing. I feel like what happens though is once you, I'm I'm, I'm workshopping this. Thought, yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. I hear so, you. But, you're, this is your brainstorming yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. I get you. But I once see your you eyes. Latch on to well, this is probably it. I'm going to chase this one. Your brain starts to close in, right? Sure. To say I'm gonna I'm gonna find the answers, and so I think that's one of the things that I appreciate about conversations with friends, and you know, even hearing CNN mm. side of the story, and then Fox's is like, all right, let's hear. I think it's appealing to me to kind of have an idea of all the possibilities. Yep. I hear where you're coming from. And I think it also plays in well with, again, very much workshopping this idea, but like the grand conspiracy, which is God is in control. Mm. Right. And so I have this underlying conspiracy that trumps all conspiracies, you know, where I'm like, oh, interesting. You know, like mm. I could do it that way, or he could do it that way. You know, and like, uh, sure, and like I believe he's in control of every situation. Um, yeah, that's part of my faith. So, um, where's faith and conspiracy theory diverse? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, another conspiration. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I just like thinking that through. I think if it opens your minds to more possibilities, and I would argue more possibilities of how you can see God working in this world, then that, that seems like a good thing. But if no, you, you latch onto one and start becoming convinced that's the truth, I feel like mm. that can be dangerous in the sense that it starts closing off your brain walls to that one specific thing, mm-hmm. and you're no longer able to hear truth coming from a different perspective because to you it's a lie. Right? Mm. Does that? Yeah. I don't know. And I, and I think that's a, I think that would be what most people would have against Christianity, though. As you explain that, it's the fact that we're not open-minded, that mm. there is only one way mm. to, you know, for the salvation through Jesus Christ, that kind of thinking. It's like, no, you have to be open-minded to these other things, you know, and there. So, yeah, I'm hearing what you're coming. I think it is healthy to be open-minded and to be able to have discourse you know, in such a way that says, yeah, okay, hadn't thought about it that way, mm-hmm. but mm, that's not for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yet being able to, I think mm. having having a way that I know is true may tend to individualize my focus, which, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily shutting off those ideas but yet my mind is made up yes and yeah i think at some point we regardless of what you were kind of explaining i think once our mind is made up we tend to narrow mm-hmm. which i don't necessarily see as a bad thing mm. you know as long as we're still engaging yeah. in conversation you know yeah. it, it's kind of interesting yeah i don't think you can always do both yeah Although I think you can always entertain the conversation. Yes. But you can only do it in to a certain degree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is the God card right here. But if the thing that you are <laughs> latching onto is true, then it's okay to narrow in on it. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's easy for you to say, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't agree with you about God and all that. It's like, well, 
you're totally right. Like, right. But, yeah. You know, no, I if do. the thing is true, yeah. then it's okay to shut out the other not true things. Exactly. And that's where, you know, then you got to get into, well, what's true? And that's, you know, it's bigger mm-hmm. than this conversation. We've, I think we talked about truth before and it, it, you yeah. know, relative truth, all those kinds of things. So you can go listen to that one if you're alive, <laughs> hear about truth. But, uh, but yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I do think, yeah, having the ability to have the conversation to open, um, uh, even for things that I don't uh, agree with or believe in, like for, sure. in other words, another another way to have faith, right? Another religion yeah. or whatever. Um, I think we should be open to having those conversations so that we can understand their perspective better and be able to connect it to, mm-hmm. oh, I see, so it's about faith. Let me explain, you know, like be able to have those connecting conversations because... Um, one of the things about debate is that you can't win a debate until you can argue the other side better than they can. Sure. Right. So yeah. I think there's some, some value to that, right. To be able to hear both sides and understand both mm-hmm. sides before you pick a side, you know? And, no, I hear you. Um, you know, and, and this is in matters outside of faith is more what I'm thinking of, but you know, even that, right. Like, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of as, you, as may, you muddied the water by bringing in fate. So I did, I so, did. It's good, <laughs> but good. I, but I think it's that as we think about you know sides, I tend to think there you know we tend I tend to believe there's three sides to every story. Yeah, you know yours, mine, and what is true. Mm-hmm. You know, and so often I think that is a part of our human dynamic that we won't necessarily know it all. Yeah. You know, that I think, and, and, and I think that's where the entertainment, if you will, the, the, the fun part of conspiracy comes into play is, you know, when we don't know it all and we can't know it all, your ultimate, you know, God card comes into play that God does know it all, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think there's something to be said for when I don't know it, kind of like when we talked about the serenity prayer. When I don't know, when I don't have the control to know, the ability to know, you know, but yet I do know the things, I know enough of the things that Mm -hmm. I need to, Mm -hmm. you know, then I can still trust God with that difference between what I don't know and my Mm. um, opportunity, obedience to be able to do enough of what I do know that I'm not necessarily double-minded. Yeah. Or, or torn in a, in a decision that basically says, yeah, okay, this is the way I'm going to proceed and I'm going to proceed with this information. And that may mean that, yeah, this election, I look at this election differently, or I may, I may get vaccinated. I may not get vaccinated, but as for me, that's what I'm basing on. And I'm okay with that mm-hmm. regardless of the, the theories, yep. yeah. if you will, yeah. that are out there. Yep. Even that word, as I, you know, consp- you know, it's like, it's kind of a muddy, it's a kind of a muddy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about a theory, it's like, it can be true, it cannot be true. Mm-hmm. And yet to throw the word conspiracy in front of it, it's like, huh, okay, so this is a minority view of a theory, if you will. Yeah. Well, you know, conspiracy typically has a negative connotation, right? It does, like, but yeah. it's based on like a fringe yeah. from my perspective. Yes. It's not like a, a majority view. Yeah. It's like there's a fringe 
And it's like, you know, those those individuals. Well, you know what majority <laughs> means, right? It's one more than the other part, right? So. Yeah. And, and, and I think so often that's even that view is we don't necessarily think about it as right. one more. We think about it as one versus the 99. Right. Right. And even scripture talks about how important the one is over the 99 mm-hmm. and being able to recognize, okay, how do we, you know, value mm-hmm. that individual or the, you mm-hmm. know, or the fact that we yeah. may be that yeah. individual in certain cases. Yeah. I think that's, uh, from a government perspective, that is one of the unfortunate realities I've come to see, you know, as I get older mm-hmm. is, I mean, we talked about it once when we were talking about electric cars, Um, but like there's a certain amount of work the government has to do to get everyone on the same page in order to move forward with Mm. any kind of legislation. You know what I mean? And so it, it by nature almost has to normalize people's thoughts on things to some, to a majority degree, right? So one, one more than the rest, right? Sure. Um, And so you, that's kind of the nature of, a government that operates that way, right? Like kind mm. of the government by, by the people, so to speak, and that kind of thing. Um, to where there could be a lot of viable alternatives, but we decided this is the one we're going with and we have to push this one, we have to sell this one as the only and the best and everything mm. else is wrong because mm. that's the only way to get the legislation through. That's the only way to convince the American public that this is the direction to go is mm-hmm. really kind of creating this villain character of the other side and creating this hero you know, characteristic of this side, which again, I think of the vaccines as a perfect example, but mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, electric cars, you know, you and I have talked about or whatever. And, um, I, I think whenever you latch on to what the government's saying, I think it's worth considering the fact that they're, that's an agenda. It has to be by nature. Sure. That's how go- the government works is agenda based. Mm-hmm. And that's how you garner the support. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I hear you. And I think when we lose sight of that and we just say, well, they're saying it, so it must be true, mm. gets a little bit misguided. And then vice versa, when you're like, no, they're saying it, so it can't be true, is also misguided. Mm. I don't. I think <laughs> that, that to me is more of the Occam's razor thing where it's like mm. the amount of effort it's going to take for a majority to be gained on completely bunk not mm-hmm. true things it seems silly to me to even consider a lot of times you know what i mean mm-hmm. again the vaccines come to mind yeah. uh to just say like the side that acts like it's crazy that that went down just mm-hmm. just just completely crazy like how could they possibly it's like well you're ignoring i feel like reality which is this this mm-hmm. is you know that's a conspiracy in my mind to say there's some nefarious thing behind it all, and it's not just there is, <laughs> right? I mean, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, ultimately, too, as much as I believe theologically in a God who is in control, I also believe in the devil. And mm. you know, the Bible talks about we we don't fight against flesh and blood, but about principalities mm. and powers of the air. And so, I'm also not surprised if that that there could be conspiracies. But I believe when that's true, mm. and, and from an evil perspective. It's because it's coming from a nefarious character who's much smarter than us and has been around a lot longer than us, and it has a plan in place that's much bigger and longer, been planned longer than you've been alive. So the fact that you think you got it figured out is probably... It's more diabolical than we realize. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, 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 and yet I, I don't fear that. No, and that's be- and that's a great example because I think you know there there we can be aware that there are individuals who have a diabolical agenda to mm-hmm. a certain degree, yeah. whether it's an ideology or yeah. whatever. But yeah, there is this aspect that we don't have to live in fear of that or what that might do to us because yeah. ultimately there is a plan in place that, you know, will trump it all, as you said, you know. And if and, you don't have that, mm-hmm. then I just can see why you would be latching on to anything that could be true, mm-hmm. whether it's Fox News, CNN, or 4chan, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. to be able to say, I need to know what's true, and then finding enough you know, tidbits that satisfy you, right? Mm-hmm. That make you feel like, okay, I feel like I have a hold on truth now. And so I'm going to keep chasing this and holding on to this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not surprising to me that there are so many va- va- avenue, uh, truth sellers, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, because we're, lo- we're all looking and that's bi- built into us. I mean, mm-hmm. from a cosmic God perspective, it's built into us to search for truth and desire truth. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And when if you-, you find it in the wrong spot, you know, or, or you will. Like there is, there is no good spot except one. So if you find it anywhere but that, you're going to be short sighted. Yeah, know? I'm thinking about. Yeah, you can. Yeah, if you find truth in the wrong spot, I'm not sure you're in the wrong spot if you're actually finding truth. But That's true. you can yeah. be. You can be in yeah. a difficult. I, I guess spot I would put it in still, quote unquote truth. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I exactly. But yeah. but yeah, that's where I, it's like when you find true truth. Yeah. If I may say so, God's it's truth. always, yes, yeah, it's always a good thing, yeah, and yeah. You, and you can trust yes. it, and yet that's at true. the same time, that's where the and I think that's where the faith dynamic comes into play, mm-hmm. as you you know alluded to that. I think you know each of these each of these aspects take a certain amount of faith mm-hmm. to be able to say, okay, yeah, I'm believing this one dynamic. Or I'm believing a complexity of dynamics, or I'm going to the other side, hmm. and I'm believing that dynamic. Yeah, it's you, you made me think of scientists and science and theories and hypotheses. Sure, and no you, hypothesis. You can find a piece of truth in science. Like this always happens. Sure, interesting. I found truth. It always happens. But your theory and your hypothesis about why, right? Like that can vary wildly. And if it's based on the wrong thing that's not true, that theory will bear out false over time, right? Sure. And I think think that's very true of conspiracy theories too, that there Mm. are elements of truth, right? Mm. There's something you found that's true. But your explanation for it is wrong. So your theory's wrong. So it will, you know what I mean? Yeah. Over time, it will bear out that, no, that wasn't true, you know? Right. Um, and I think that's the key, too, is like we, we do find truth all the time, little nuggets of truth. But, and then we'll, we, based on where our foundation is, can mm-hmm. be a significant, you know, difference in how I see that truth. Yeah. Which again is what you said. There's your truth, my truth, and the truth. Yeah. So when I look at the truth in between us, I see it from my perspective and it becomes my truth. It becomes mm-hmm. a relative version of the real thing. Sure. And so do you. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how clearly we see it, we still only see the version of it that we see from our angle. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Nope. A lot of things are faceted to the point yes. of I only see them from a certain yeah. vantage point. And I think that's the beauty of talking with other people, yeah. having conversations like this, even even about conspiracy theory. Yes. So like you say, as we bring that in, 
Yeah. Yeah. And is, that's what this podcast is about. It's like exactly. getting out of my seat, going to sit in yours for a minute so I can look at that facet. Yep. Right? Exactly. And being able to hold on to that and see it for what it is and the value that it has. Right. Based on that facet of truth. And making that thing in the middle a little clearer, the sure. real truth. Because yeah. now I got a little bit of a view of it from your perspective and it helps enhance my view of it, you know? Yep. Because I hadn't thought about it that way before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing, Justin. Yeah. yeah. On the whole conspiracy. We, we, we should have had a little more. I, I, I was thinking about that. I mean, Kennedy is a good one, but yeah. Well, I guess we don't want to get too distracted in that and bring, uh, bring, appreciate you bringing the Oppenheimer type deal yeah. into that. that yeah, was, it's a good movie. And well, we, we, we even had some good movie referrals here. Yeah. So I thought, yeah. Yeah. What was it? What was the other one with, uh, uh, Mel Gibson? Oh yeah. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not or was it conspiration theory? Oh, there you go. Mm. This is how we see it. Hey, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like how I see it, please do all the things that podcasts tell you to do. Subscribe, rate, review, follow us, uh, and or talk nicely about us on social media. If you want to reach out, the email is us at howiseeit.click. Yep, I said dot click, as in dot C-L-I-C-K. Please tell your friends about this show, and we'll see you on the next one.